think so. I think so, everything's here. I've been having uh, responsible sandwiches this week. That's what I'm telling from the look of my desk. Responsible, responsible sandwiches. Sam yeah, and uh, toast. More, uh, having toast on in the mornings. It's uh, Feeling more a pretty adult thing more to civilized. do. Yeah. yeah, in a weird... I've, I've had butter on my sandwiches. I had a French stick. I mean, it's a very, <laughs> it's a very it's a civilised way of, 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 of setting fire to something before you eat it. I like this. I'd prefer it if it was a bit burnt. If it was just, you know, inflamed yeah. and then covered in sugared strawberry or whatever. Oh, you have jam. Jam is. Yeah, because fuck my life. Yeah, I was going to say, I, mean? I didn't think uh, you could eat you shouldn't. sugar. You can't. <laughs> you shouldn't. No. Shouldn't. It's been a rough, been a rough old time. Been a shit. The thing was I used last week was it was shit. Let's <laughs> <laughs> try to find words to explain my uh, situation. Shit was the only word that. Came. But now we've upgraded to rough. Now rough is that an upgrade? Progress is it like, it's better. Yeah. Rough is just like you know, oh the sea, the sea. Yeah. But shit is just you're mired in. Uh, like some kind of Greek mythology island. Yeah. Was that Medusa? Because you said we, we, were, that we are recording late again. And you said uh, that yep. you got... It wasn't food poisoning. It was uh, like... A... I just had a weird stomach upset, yeah. yeah. But I think it was all kind of entailed. Yeah. So like there was lots of like mental and physical just destruction. Yeah, I was going to say. So then, in order um, to solve this, you just enraged yeah. your diabetes with jam. What? Well, Every yeah, day. Yeah. The jam helped, and then the butter up that cholesterol as well. Although this is magical anti-cholesterol butter. Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> this this is anti-cholesterol fat. Great. Yeah. Yeah, or just olives. I don't know. Never really done olives. But, uh, yeah, no, yeah, it was in a very, very, like, probably... Uh, I, I'm, I'm not one. To, I'm, I'm I'm very open book, but like I'm not one to dwell on a lot of stuff. But yeah, last week was probably one of the roughest mental uh, quagmires that I think I was in, and I think oh, really? uh, managed to get myself out of it. But it was pretty fucking dark. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, it's really fucking dark. Like, um, but yeah, managed, I'm getting out of it now. But. Uh, yeah, I don't know what necessarily caused it. Uh, the only thing I can think of is I don't remember when I had my second jab and I don't know whether it's directly related to the second jab, but I think, uh, you know, going to a church filled with people, like, I, don't, I think uh, maybe I caught something and then that I kind of went, my all of my body chemistry went completely out the window. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was like, yeah, it, it just kind of... What's the opposite of climaxed? It's like, like peaked, but, but the, the but the, the in the other direction. Yeah, like it. Uh, it crests. It crested. It rock bottomed. <laughs> Maybe rock bottomed. I don't know, but it uh, it uh, bottomed out. Bottomed it out. Pile driver. Yeah. It pile driver yeah, into <laughs> into some of the darker moments. But uh, but yeah, it's it's never a big. You know, concern. It's just uh, a lot of a lot of things. I think people who go through. I've never considered myself to have mental health health issues of any kind, really. Um, but I think that everybody has a a mental health. So talking about it is probably a good yeah, thing. I, I think uh, the most uh, most people just are bliss are completely or intentionally unaware of negative things that they see or feel. And uh, they kind of keep on going through them. I've always been quite good at 
picking them up and then being aware of it and dealing with it. But uh, yeah, some of the red flags last week were like, this is pretty, uh, this is it's a weird place. I'm going to get a French stick and sort this out. <laughs> so it was... <laughs> See, I'm making more conscious efforts to make sandwiches. I just had half an onion um, with a block of cheese and a, in a, between two slices of bread. That's all right. A cheese and so onion sandwich. It. Nothing wrong with that. Very quintessentially yeah. British, is that, I think. Is it? I guess it is, isn't it? Yeah. Never thought of cheese and onion as a British thing. Baked beans, I think, is British. Yeah. But never thought of cheese and onion as a sandwich. But yeah, I guess you don't really see it much elsewhere. Anywhere else. <laughs> People, yeah. like, cook their onions to try and relieve some of the intensity of the heat and the yeah. flavor i guess yeah whereas we just go fuck it well, it's like, <laughs> this takes my mind like off we always the, like the if we go with crisps we always call them cheese and onion whereas everywhere else it's like yeah. sour cream and chive or some shit like that it's just cheese and onion though that's what it is oh shit it's a chive and onion yeah i guess it is bloody euro <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Euro taking away our onions and giving us chives instead. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah, rough, uh, rough last week, but improving this yeah. week. But yeah, it's mainly about uh, picking up on the flags, picking up on stuff that you're feeling. Yeah. And dealing with it, running with it. Always good to improve. Uh, but yeah, this is episode 249. Uh, oh yeah. One of the weird things that happened last week I made a note of is um, I've, uh, when we first started the podcast and I got a dog, um, I spoke about how I think I was going through some kind of NHS therapy of some kind. And uh, I was trying to explain to them that my solution to my life is to slowly get stones from outside and bring a stone indoors. Yeah. And if I do that every day... You know, life yeah. uh, you just becomes better. Um, and then when I got a dog, the first thing she did was go into the garden and get a stone and bring it in. <laughs> and I think my dog picked up on some of uh, my weird mental stuff last week. Yeah. She brought a bird, oh. just a live bird, <laughs> into the living room. <laughs> Which I was quite perplexed. But I haven't seen many owls in Stoke-on-Trent. <laughs> an owl? Suddenly, the... <laughs> yeah, it wasn't an owl. Which it was. An owl or a bald eagle. No, it's just um, I don't know birds, uh, but it was like a, a very, very, a very small bird, yeah. one that kind of like hops along the ground, oh, right. which I guess all birds do. Well, she just grabbed, yeah, she just picked it up and gently brought it inside. Like, there you go. Is is a is yeah. a little bit of outside chaos for you? <laughs> <laughs> you think you've got it bad? This bird's freaking the yeah. fuck out. No, the bird was actually quite chill for being, you know, uh, what, what would you, not carried yeah. by a dog, but well. <laughs> almost consumed. They go into a state of shock where you can do pretty much anything with them. Like, yeah. they're so frightened. Like, I, I it's just... I didn't know whether it was injured, but, like, I could, I picked it up and took it outside. Yeah. And it was kind of, like, fine. Yeah. And then, and then like, once I took it outside, I think there was some, like, some... Um, some kind of very light cotton or something around its beak. So I was trying to get that and it flew away. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of quite chill, and my dog was really impressed <laughs> that she brought a bird in. She's like, "There's a bird in the house." No, now. You, you, yeah, <laughs> whenever you bring them in, they're already dead. Yeah, I mean, like I brought stones in to build the foundations. Yeah. Now I'm bringing life in. What are you doing with your life? Nick? Yeah. Oh, a French stick. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess we got different priorities. Yeah. Jam. Right? We've talked about this. Yeah, I don't understand it, but this bird's fucking singing. I mean, I brought my own MP3 player yeah. now. <laughs> Whatever it is. God, sing us a song. 
But yeah, it was uh, it was because I didn't see the bird at first because you don't look for birds in your living room. No. But um, the dog was um, yeah very like, hey, check this out. <laughs> like, look, I mean, this is look what I've. This is amazing. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Can't believe I've done this. <laughs> that was quite cool. So yeah, it's a bird. Bird in the house. Uh, yeah, it's a, a bird in the house. French stick. Solid. Dog. Solid. How are you, Steve? <laughs> I'm all right. You need to get that on a soundbite. Um. So, yeah, but then oh, it's, it's, that, uh, it's that Bill Burr Monday morning podcast. Yeah. Uh, just, just checking in it? on uh, you. And just checking in on you. Yeah, it's just like a nice little way to signal the beginning. Yeah, how are you, Steve? Yeah, good, good. Uh, getting into the whole routine of um, dog owning and shit. Of dogging. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going well. Um, we, we found out he's pretty fine with fireworks. Doesn't really give a fuck about loud noises and shit, <laughs> which is good. We just got, uh, well, we're getting into the routine, you know, uh, wake up in the morning, feed the dog, fire some fireworks at him, and then we go for a wander. Yeah, and he was fine. Uh, he's, yeah. he's fine no, with it. it. Was, he's, he's a bit it was, confused, no, it, it was someone else panicking. setting him off after the, after the England match. Um, right. But um, well, if this comes out afterwards, after tonight, it might have not have been yep. that England match. It might, it was, but the, the Denmark one. Yeah, the final is in like four hours or something. Yeah, yeah, it's the only from time. This I, I can't remember the last time I actually watched a football match like properly, but like I'm going around to Vicky's family's to watch tonight. Oh, nice. I don't really give a fuck. Um, but I, I, but I think it'd be, it, it seems like it would be nice for the country right now <laughs> <laughs> to have something That's that we all agree good. on. I think, uh, I think football definitely uh, bring. It's definitely an English thing that brings the country together. I've, I haven't watched any of the matches so far. Oh no! Actually, I saw the. De- I did see the Denmark one. Was it the Denmark one? Yeah. Uh, With the controversial penalty. Oh wait, no, no. So it wasn't the Denmark one. It was no. the one before that, um, where we scored in the first minute, something like that. Uh-huh. And then in the first oh, minute yeah. of the second half as well. I can't remember who it was. I, d- I don't do football. So it's all like yeah. just watching different people running to me. I, 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 don't, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't I don't get it. Um, but um, yeah, so there were people letting off fireworks after that match and, and he didn't give two fucks. Like, so he was fine. So that was, that's good. Um, yeah, but yeah. I always feel like with shit like that is like, I understand why you'd be afraid of that. But I also think you're scared of it because when things went off, you're... People came up to you and were like, "No, it's okay, it's okay, don't worry." But it's like if you they, they pick up on your energy and they just it reinforces it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, well, just if if there's fight, if there's shit going on that it hasn't experienced before, just chill the fuck out. And generally, the dog will chill the fuck out as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I took my dog to see a horse today. There's a random horse that lives in like near my house. Right. Uh, a horse and a llama. The llama wasn't there. I think the horse defeated the llama that day, <laughs> today or something. Uh, but yeah, like uh, it's the same thing with it just picks up on your energy. If I'm calm with the horse, the horse was convulsing for some oh. reason. But like Honey was like, oh, it's, we're relaxed around this horse. Yeah. It's all fine. That's if some people get excited around the horse, dog. dogs get excited. Yeah. <laughs> they keep shivering and, and convulsing. Yeah. But, oh, it's, it's probably a junk, what they call it in Stoke, monkey dust. It's a monkey dust horse. I don't know what that is. I don't know. It's the 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 drug of Stoke. Oh, I right. think monkey dust I think, was like, a, whatever. Was, there's like loads of. Deaths. It was a really fucked up cartoon from BBC Three back in the day. 
Did you ever see it? Rings a bell. Rings a bell. I've, I've got it yeah. all somewhere on a hard drive. I'll I'll fish it out for you because it, it it would be your jam. I think it's just it's just dark as fuck. It's great. Yeah, that rings yeah. a bell. Um, anyway, but, but you, so, yeah, didn't yeah, give a oh, fuck about fireworks, right. didn't give a fuck about yeah. um, just anything, really. He's been pretty bomb-proof. And then I took him to the pet shop, and he shit himself. Like, not literally, but, like, he, there was, like, yeah. all nose to the ground, nose in the air, all the treats, and I guess other dogs and shit that have been in there. And then he turned around and barked at, like, a stand of medication. And then, yeah, fuck that medication. Yeah, and then he was just like down on the floor with his tail between his legs and just looking for a fucking way out and shit. It was like, Jesus, dude, what the fuck did someone do to you in a pet shop? Um, but then <laughs> I was like, well, maybe it's kind of because it was the first time he'd seen me in a mask since I'd picked him up from the shelter as well. So it's like, well, maybe he thinks I'm taking him back. I don't know. It just smells like dogs and dog treats. That's the take it. So that's the abandoning me mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was that was a bit weird, but I'm just going to take him there every week until he gets the fuck over it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just uh, it's just weird. Um, lots of animals being on lead. That's the only. There was thing no I've other animals. Like, in there. Yeah, dogs on leads are weird. Well, there was that medication monster <laughs> stand, yeah. right? That was probably chained to the wall to stop people from stealing yeah. it. I'd imagine. Yeah. And the the the, yeah, I guess the broom as well. Like he didn't attack it. And he wasn't scared of it, but like, yeah, we've got this, we've got this broom that we like, we keep it in a right. closet and it extends so we can get it in a smaller cupboard, basically, because we haven't got a big, tall Transformer cupboard. Transformer broom. And it, like, right. he was watching it. And then as I extended it, he goes, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it blew my mind. Yeah. He did. Yeah. But then he just kind of Unexpected. like followed me around, like nose to the broom, like just watching me sweep up this stuff. But it wasn't attacking it. It was just like, yeah, interested. It was good. How do you compact yourself so when I can't? I guess he's, he's trying to figure out the mechanics of the compactable broom. Right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it sounds lovely. Sounds yeah, good. but no, it's been it's been all right. It's been all right. We still haven't. Um, I haven't had like a shoot day yet where I've been like out for half the day or anything like that. So we'll see. We've got to kind of get to that point and see how he does there. Right. Um, and we're trying to get him that to is... listen to Vix more as well because I do most of the walks, which means most of the. Mm most of the training out of the house as well so he's like attached yeah. at the hip to me but um but uh has, a tr has trouble uh listening to vix at the minute but it's been like two weeks if that so it's yeah, kind yeah. of almost 10 days so it's it's he's it's, it's not even settled in yet i imagine yeah i always found it with honey anyway that um yeah uh, going out for periods of time was fine for her it was just more difficult for yeah. me yeah yeah just felt weird but then you know, I, w I was in a position of leaving her at home alone, mm. whereas you're you probably leaving her with somebody or somebody coming by at some yeah. point. I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah. I'm sure you'll be fine. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's 249. Steve's good. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Make, you can making a plan, Steve? Uh, not yet. Not yet, but the plan is to make a yeah. plan. That's yeah. good. That's I wrote good. it there so I'd see it uh, when I came in. No, I didn't see it. Oh. Yeah. But it's good that you've seen it. It's failed. Failed to plan is the is the plan failed. Uh, yeah, so talk about the bird dog. Oh, uh, we talked briefly about the football. Uh, yeah, this football's good. I haven't watched. Yeah, I haven't watched any of it, but I've felt better. 
I felt the positives of doing well in the tournament for whatever reason. I've always used to watch uh, the Euros and the World Championships to get really into it. It's just the moment there's no one to, there's nowhere to go to watch it really. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's, it's like a weird yeah lockdowny stuff, but might see if I can get hold of it this evening. Uh, but the uh, fa Facebook, the National Centre for Domestic Violence, made a post mm. uh, this week that says, uh, "If England get beaten, so will she." Uh, this is obviously the domestic campaign, domestic violence campaign that we've experienced before in Stoke. Yeah, we had this. We had like, this pretty much printed on a T-shirt, didn't we? Yeah, I've still got the shirt yeah. somewhere. It was hanging up at one it's, point, and it was like Stoke on Trent City Council or something, or police force. Yeah. And it was like a beaten team is no excuse for a beaten partner. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, people getting emotional and uh, you know, and well, I mean, <laughs> aggressive I during get the football. It, but you've I guess. got to let it out somehow. Well, the thing I found funny is that the statistics they give is domestic violence increases 26% when England play. So when England play, there's 26% more domestic violence, which rises to 38% if they lose. So if England win, domestic violence goes up 26%. <laughs> so like they cele people celebrate by beating the shit out of the ones they love. <laughs> <laughs> could it right? Could it not be that there are that when England are playing, there are simultaneously more people are smashed? Could it not Again, be an alcohol thing? Be. That seems it more likely be, to yeah. me. Maybe it could also just be like I'm trying. <laughs> could also just be like I'm trying to watch the game. <laughs> We can talk about this afterwards, <laughs> but it's the semi-final, and I just want to watch it. Okay? Yeah, you said that you wanted to watch it with me, so yeah, let's you watch together. <laughs> you, say, you better, you better be quiet. Yeah. It's, it's just like it's just I, I don't. There's a lot. I think we said before anti-Semitism, lynching, a football-themed cocktail. No, no. <laughs> you have a wine. I'll have a beer, and we'll, we'll both shut up. <laughs> This isn't Eurovision. <laughs> I'm not wearing a flag. All right. Let me watch it. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, I there's only... It's like... <laughs> let's say f f 45 minutes, the first half of gritting your teeth. Like, this, it, then it's just... The cramp kicks in and you have to... You have to be able to relax. <laughs> well, it's just... I just... I don't understand... I, well, I guess it's just if they're playing, not necessarily if they're winning... But if England's winning in a major football tournament, it feels like you wouldn't punch people as much. Yeah. But I guess, you know, I guess that people are in bad relationships with bad people. Yeah. And I guess uh, they watch football, they give a punch. So yeah, if you don't get punched by your partner during the football, please. Or if you do, don't be in that relationship anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little funny statistic I found. Uh, yeah, so... I mean, there's loads of other news bits. I've been a bit uh, lapsed with audience participation, so there's a bunch of audience stuff in here as well. But I've got one other thing. Um, I didn't know. Do you know about the Congleton Cannibal? No. <laughs> no? Yeah, Congleton Cannibal. Uh, That's pretty close. It was a, a system. Yeah. It was, well, apparently it was in 1776. Oh, right, okay. Which was like the birth of America and Congleton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
uh, yeah, the uh, butcher's assistant gruesomely murdered a singer and Smith in Priesty Fields in Congleton. He said he wanted to try human flesh because he heard it resembled young pigs. Oh, I can see why a butcher would get curious about that. There's only so like you <laughs> like you sample a lot yeah. of different meats and all of that. Like I, I can understand why you get curious. Um, yeah, but like there's there's the difference. There's there's a curiosity for tasting human flesh, and then there's the preamble of murdering and de you know decompiling a person. Yeah, in order to cook. Like if you were offered the opportunity to taste human flesh, that's one thing. But if you're like I'm, I, I'm curious mm. about human flesh. Let's murder that woman who's too close to the canal. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's like it's a bit of a leap. Yeah. <laughs> In other articles extracted from the Congleton and Macclesfield Mercury and Cheshire General Advertiser from 1889, which is like over 100 years later, but I guess news was a slow news week held onto the British newspaper archive. It reported how Thorley boiled the pork and ate part of it for breakfast. Boiled meat for breakfast. It's like ham, isn't the it? Ham is boiled 1700s. Meat, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. You can roast it, know. but most, but like you, boiled ham is a big thing. Just boil. It's like a leg, isn't it, yeah. or something? And then sliced, yeah. just boiled. Understand. I've never boiled meat. Well, nothing in any circumstance. It's yeah, no, I yeah, um, but I mean, if you think about it, a stew is kind of boiled meat. It's just boiled in gravy. Yeah, but, yeah. like, the gravy's made from the parts of the stew, isn't mm. it? It's not like you just boil the beef and then the gravy and that well, comes yeah, out of it. You take like, all the water out Boil of it, the vegetables, put the stock into it. It's true. There's liquid in it. I mean, there's water in the human body. I'm yeah. not going to deny that. But don't boil your meat for breakfast, please. Uh, however, he found that it disagreed with him, so he asked an old woman to throw it, it away. It disagreed with him? Was that before yeah. or after he'd murdered her? Uh, well, he ate uh, yeah, <laughs> just oh, it's not sitting that well with me. All this guilt. Yeah, I think it's meant to react badly, isn't it? Human. Yeah, flesh. you meant to like. Meant to, like I think they they studied like tribes and stuff that that were exclusively cannibals or something. Well, and you like, reject organs that aren't yours. Yeah. when they're not put in your stomach. Yeah, so like. Your body just doesn't want other people. It's but they ended up with like skin lesions and all kinds of horrific shit. Yeah, just body freaking yeah. out. So yeah, ask an old woman to throw it away. Old woman, please throw away this. I think it was her tongue. Throw this tongue yeah. away. <laughs> Thorley was described as a man of furious temper and dangerous to affront or banter. That's what you want in a He's butcher. Dangerous banter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, furious. <laughs> Dangerous to banter. Don't make jokes with this guy. You're, I'm pretty sure I left it out the notes, but I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, he cut off her head, legs, and thighs, which I thought was weird. I thought a thigh was part of a yeah. leg. Um, and yeah, I think it was a tongue. He, uh, he uh, had a bit of that for breakfast. So yeah, the Congleton Cannibal. A little bit of history for you. A little bit of uh, the Congleton yeah. Cannibal. Uh, anyway, on to some uh, audience participation stuff uh, this week. I think I'm a big fan of this. I'm a big fan of this. A teenager has been found guilty of murdering two sisters in a park after making a deal with the devil. 
Okay. So he made a deal with the devil where basically uh, he wanted to win the lottery and become more successful with women. And so he signed a deal with Satan in his own blood um, that if he sacrificed six women a year, then he'd, you know, he'd, he'd win the lottery and be more successful with yeah. women. So he went out and, and he, 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 to be fair, if you've got a contract, if you've got a job to do, it's good to stick to the, you know, stick to the agreed terms. It's just uh, Satan apparently just uh, disagreed with him like a, a singer's tongue. Bibber Henry and her sister Nicole Smallman had been celebrating Bibber's 46th birthday. She was, I didn't know she was 46. She didn't look 46. Mm. Last June when they were attacked and stabbed to death in Wembley, North London. Oh. He made a bizarre pact with Satan to kill women in return for winning the lottery. Everyone wants to win That's the lottery. It's not bizarre. It's not bizarre to want to win the lottery. It's weird to draw up a contract with Satan. It, it, I mean, was it, it signed? Yeah. Well, he signed it in his own blood, I guess. Okay. You know, what, what the, I can't remember all the terms for Satan. Well, I mean, you Beelzebub. can't just tie Satan into a contract if he hasn't signed it. Yeah, you can't marry someone if they if you never met yeah. them. That's There's got to be some kind of he should he should have had a lawyer party or a solicitor to go over his satanic contract. Yeah, and to be but to be fair, I think his uh, his mental capacity wasn't quite there. As one of the detective chief inspectors mm. said, Simon Harding, the senior officer in charge of the investigation, said Hussein promised to sacrifice at least six women every six months. So not every not every oh, year. Oh, so he's got like um, like a subscription model. Yeah, Satan. like a Netflix. <laughs> yeah, or like, or like a biannual yeah. uh, kind of kind of thing. Uh, detectives found the letter, which was signed in his own blood, when they searched his bedroom. The letter read, "For the mighty king Lucifuge Rofacal." I've never heard Lucifuge or Lucifuga. Yeah, well, I think at some point Rofacal. If you, as long as you put like the little starry symbol on it, you can just write whatever you want, and people will get it. You just make shit up. As long as you have the, the Lucy part. Yeah. And plus, yeah. well, that's Lucy, another thing. Yeah. It's like, well, you're so, so not only are you tying the devil into the contract, you're also changing his name. Like, well, to be fair, apparently it's a reference to the treasurer of hell. Oh. Now, I don't know. Well, okay, that seems a, that seems a bit more hell. official. Yeah. <laughs> this is the guy that looks after the, after the money, which I'm guessing, I mean, in, in hell terms, that's souls, right? So that makes sense. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and it's not like he's not going directly to Lucifer. He's going to some kind of like intern. Yeah, Lucifer. Lucif the, the, the guy that works Rofa in the guy. post room. Yeah, he's just like, come on, mate. If yeah. you wouldn't mind, the mighty king. Lucy. Yeah, yeah give, just big look. Up a little you bit. deliver he's the mail. Just the slip this under his door, like he's given a, a mixtape to a, to a record producer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's sitting outside the toilets <laughs> trying to, you know, chat with someone to try and boost his career. Uh, the contract went on uh, to describe performing a minimum of six sacrifices every six months for as long as I am free and physically capable. So he's given himself a nice little get-out-of-jail-free card there, right? Yeah. He's like, look, I can't murder six people every six months if I'm feeling a bit under the weather. Yeah. Or if I'm right, in jail. If, uh, yeah, or if I'm, you know, a full, you know, sprained my ankle. I'm not going to Free gonna and physically able. do that. Yeah. Okay. It added sacrifice only women, build a temple for you, do everything that I've promised. I've oh, got to build a temple as well. Right. Fair enough. Underneath, underlined underneath with the words for me, and then 
Win the Mega Millions Super Jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> It's got to be the, not the Euro Millions, it's got to be the Mega Millions Super Jackpot. Yeah. It continued to receive fruitful rewards for the future sacrifices I make to you. The rewards could consist of wealth and power to never be suspected of any crimes by the police. <laughs> and also that the police will never know of any crimes that I have done and I will do. Oh, you can't arrest me. I've got a deal. I've got a contract. Look, you, you, uh, contract you don't know. You, you don't even you know. You don't I'm know. <laughs> yeah. And again, it's quite good to keep this in the contract. It's like, look, I'll murder people, but, but... I'm never going to get yeah. caught, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, right, yeah, I'll cool, do the then. deal. You just, yeah, hide the evidence. Deal? Deal. <laughs> yeah. A second letter to the devil was also found in the teenager's bedroom, promising similar sacrifices in return for better luck with the opposite sex. Okay. Um, the police think it's just a rat, like the, the sisters who were murdered were just unfortunately, in the wrong place. They weren't, they weren't specifically targeted. Uh, throughout the investigation, Hussein refused to cooperate with police, eventually claiming through his defence team that he hadn't killed the sisters. He claimed that his blood, who was found at the murder scene, was because he was attacked in the park, you know, the same day by some <laughs> random guy. Yeah, I was killed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was stabbed. But then, uh, <laughs> this is the... This is the uh, the, the lines I like. DCI Harding said his claims were a, a little bit ridiculous and blown apart by discovery of letters and contracts to the devil penned in his own handwriting and signed in his own blood. Mm. <laughs> so you didn't kill them, but you promised and signed a contract to kill random people that we found in your home. Yeah. And, you know, CCT footage of you covered in blood or like walking away with oh yeah he got his trousers were covered in blood from all the stabbing just use the prince andrew defense of just being like well i actually i, I don't sweating. have any blood yeah. <laughs> uh, not for many years <laughs> no actually because i was fired at in the fucking wall uh yeah apparently the, the two girls were in a park playing with fairy lights at night mm. which i thought was a bit weird but i mean that, that, that in itself is a bit satanic yeah, that yeah. would be. I mean, Fairies. you'd be you'd be accused of being a witch if it was like two hundred years ago. But mostly because you invented electricity somehow. Yeah, and without a plug, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just carrying it around. Uh, this is the bit that uh, <laughs> I find funny as a good like detective. You know, the detectives on this case. Uh, the senior investigator said Hussein's motive was so bizarre it fell at the plot of a movie. Straight away after he's killed the sister, he goes and buys lottery tickets. He's carrying on his contract, which is disturbing <laughs> because he hasn't completed the first part of the contract yet. Yeah. Like, he's subscribed to six murders a, uh, every six months or whatever whatever the figure was. So he's killed two, mm. and he's already expecting for the contract to be complete. Yeah. So what's this guy? What's this guy's motive? Oh. What's this guy's think? I don't know what they teach you about it in, in police school, but, uh, but he's got to kill another four in those six months, but fortunately, because he'd hurt his hands so much and wasn't able to use it properly, we got to him and stopped him before he could harm anyone else. <laughs> so a bit preemptive of him to, to sign a contract of kill six women, build a temple. Yeah. Right, then you could win the mega millions. He's only killed two, and he's already gone out and done it. Yeah, he could kill them. Bloody he could Satanists. kill more people in prison, I suppose. Only women. You can't build a temple in prison, oh, not right. really. Okay, fair enough. And then I was going to get a lottery. What ticket. about uh, what about trans people? How does the devil feel about that? Like, I don't does know. It, is, I is guess... the devil one of these trans women or women people? Because if he is, well. 
they say that the devil's in the details, right? And there's a lot of details that go into gender identity. Yeah. So I'm sure the devil's probably <laughs> involved in some yeah. way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Satanists drew up a contract and then tried to cash it in early after murdering women with fairy it lights. It would have been so good if he'd won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then suddenly, like, the case just gets dropped, like Bill Cosby. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's kind of got away with it under mysterious satanic circumstances yeah. for some reason. We don't have any... Police just forgot what happened. Yeah. <laughs> have you followed the Bill Cosby thing at all? Um, yeah, and I understand it. Um, and uh, as far as following the letter of the law goes, he should have been let go. But it's shit. It sucks. <laughs> It's just, it's weird because it, it kind of feels like, uh, I think that um, I've only seen a very few amount of podcasts talk about it. I haven't really looked into it myself, but apparently there's suspicion that maybe the same thing's going to happen with Harvey Weinstein. And it it's like, apparently the, with these cases. Like he, do you know why he got let out? I, I think it's the only thing, the only explanation I've heard is that like, so he was basically convicted on the public opinion and not as much on the on the facts of what was occurring. So people kind of, you know, did that. That's the only thing I've heard. So I don't it know was, how, uh, how real it is. It was basically, he was convicted on uh, on, on a single uh, count, I think it was, or like one of the cases, because all the rest, um, which definitely happened, um, were already past the statute of limitations or whatever. Um, so this, there was... <laughs> Like, which is ridiculous. Why is there a statute of limitations on fucking date rape? I don't know. That is, that is but, stupid. Um, but yeah, but it was twenty years ago. Yeah, fucking get over. But it. you don't get that. With, you don't get that with murder. Like, no, um, but no, no. so the they basically said, look, if you tell us all the details about this, we won't prosecute you for it. And they did that in court in order to kind of round out the details of the case. And he came fully clean about everything that happened and everything like that. And then, um, in another case, the prosecutors prosecuted him for the stuff that he put forth in that. And he, he and he went to prison for it. And he, it never should have happened. Because he shouldn't, by uh, the law, okay. he shouldn't have been prosecuted for it. He's still a fucking arsehole. He's still a fucking evil oh. man. And he still did all this horrific shit. But by the letter of the law, he shouldn't have gone to prison on that. And uh, and and it, he he was fucking let go, um, for, let go for it, which is it's it's shit. Yeah, but he confessed. Yeah, but he confessed, and we promised not to do anything if he did confess. Yeah, yeah but he confessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's fine. Yeah, but he confessed to like horrific crimes yeah. that people have like but suffered a lot. For. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we they, promised. The, the prosecution fucked up. It's not because it's not because he didn't do it. It's because they fucked up. It's he yeah, yeah. got out on a technicality. But the difference is like, he's parading around and being like, "See, I was innocent." It's like, no, you admitted that you did it. That you confessed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was innocent in the confession. What? You still confessed to a horrible, <laughs> horrible thing. Oh yeah, but still. Yeah, and now he's on about going back hi, on tour. Hi, hi. <laughs> Go back on tour with his fucking jumper. Yeah. It's a weird world. It's a weird world. So strange. Uh, but, uh, yeah, something, 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 Bill Cosby. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Satanists and Bill Cosby. I think that was something towards... You don't see enough Satanists. You don't see enough Bill Cosby yeah. anymore. It's, uh, but anyway, in other news, 
Uh, on to the audience. Oh, that was audience participation and uh, the rest is as well. The boss of an adult entertainment company has offered employees half-hour daily masturbation breaks after finding they had become agitated during lockdown. Go have a wank. <laughs> Have, you, have your afternoon wank and then come back to Half work. an All hour. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. They've got, you know, um, um, is it Amazon started adding like meditation booths into their warehouses mm. because people kept killing themselves? Yeah. <laughs> like, and it was just like a phone box that you just stood in and like it played ambient music or something like that they've got some, basically something similar but with wanking <laughs> and uh in uh erica lust films Christ. and uh yeah she's set up a private masturbation for the, station for the crew the office in barcelona uh this the employees i don't think it's like the studio so it's for, it's it for anybody be. involved on set that is getting aroused but not receiving any kind of release so it's like but the guy holding the camera and the sound guy. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I never thought about it as like the. I mean, it's an adult entertainment company. I didn't think of it as like the film set where people are watching people having yeah, sex that, and having like I mean, a hormonal. That's reaction. the only thing that I can figure. But I would assume that after a few days, you'd just become kind of desensitized to it all. Hang on, wasn't this a? Oh, was isn't Smack the Pony? Isn't this a Smack the Pony sketch? I don't know. Where, I never watched it. Is it Smack the Pony with Simon Pegg? I think it was. And it was like, um, yeah, you had to stop uh, wanking. Oh, look, guys, we're going to have to stop wanking in the office. Yeah, it was. Just, well, I, I think it was Smack the Pony. But yeah, it was definitely an English uh, comedy sketch where it was like, guys, guys we're going to have to stop wanking in the office. Like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's like how inconvenient it is and how everything's going well. But yeah, this woman's doing it for real. Uh, she's hoping to normalise masturbation by allowing her 36 members of staff a 30-minute break every day for some self-love. It, Wait, 36 I mean, members of staff, a half hour each, and one cupboard. <laughs> and a lot of musk. <laughs> just, a lot of, just a lot of sticky floors, I guess. <laughs> for fuck's uh, sake. Erica, Erica said, I value my employees and I know that when they feel good, we do good work. <laughs> With the pandemic and the huge shift in how we live our lives, I began to notice that my employees have become somewhat agitated yeah. and but performing with less energy than before. I mean, sex is important, but like, yeah, I don't necessarily think... I mean, it would change your mood, right? If you went out and had sex and then came back. Yeah. You know, can change your mood, can... Give you a new. It's like um, it's like it's like trying to go shopping when you're hungry. I guess. I never got that. No, I never got that. No, I've never had that in my life. Does it not make you like? I've thought about it. I I I get it from time to time. I'm pretty good as long if I've got a list. I'm fine. Um, you just get what's on the list. But I I will sometimes like impulse buy if I'm hungry. Like oh, I could really eat that right now and then just fucking buy it. I, I don't really, uh, I've never, yeah, maybe I just haven't really been hungry enough. But I'm always at the task in hand. It's like, well, I need to do this. Yeah. And then I'll have something for the drive home. Yeah. I'll have a good can of passion fruit juice or something like that. But yes. Right. That'll solve me. <laughs> passion fruit juice is the shit, it, mate. I've never had it. L You've never had passion fruit juice? No. Sorry, lapel mic's probably going mental. Oh. <laughs> 
Passion fruit juice is the shit. Get some Rubicon passion fruit juice, mate. They do it at Big Tesco. Oh, okay. Big Tesco's gets Rubicon. I'd have to Sparkling go to passion fruit juice. It's uh, incredibly sweet, but it's got less sugar in it than um, like Coke and stuff. Okay, fair enough. But that's not why I like it. I just worked in bars and just used to chug passion oh, fruit juice. I used to. That was that was my favorite J two O. To be fair, the orange and passion fruit one. Yeah. 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 It's just so sweet and so good. Mm. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Erica launched the initiative to coincide with Masturbation Month. Did you know about Masturbation Wait, Month? Wait, 30 minutes and now a month? A month? Apparently there's a, there's a whole month, like Black History Month, but dedicated to wanking. I mean, we've only got 12 months. Like, Can we just put it on something <laughs> more important? It's the month of May. All of May is Masturbation Month. Look, at least make it like February when it's a bit cooler. The Jedi's get one day in May. Yeah. They get one day. Yeah. <laughs> Masturbation gets however many days there are in May. <laughs> I've got nothing against masturbation. It's just like, I think like she's putting a lot more emphasis on how, you know, societally important it is. But I guess, yeah, I guess sexual management, right, is probably, is very important to yeah. people's health. Uh, but, but her employees are happy with the new rules. One claiming it relieves, it claims it re helps to relieve stress. I understand. Cat, who is head of communications and content at the company, said, "Picture this: a t <laughs> fucking stupid thing for a communications and content manager to say. I'm the head of content. Picture this: yeah. uh, you know, film idea, screenwriting <laughs> idea. Uh, a team of happy employees with their creative juices flowing." and being productive because they've had some time scheduled to make themselves feel good. Just do it in the morning. Just do it before you go <laughs> to work. I don't know. Why do you need a wank cupboard? Like, you just... Yeah. I understand, like, you've got to stop to have lunch. Yeah, stop to have lunch. But stop then, to have, like, at the same know, time, when I go to parents. work, I'm not watching people fucking all day. Well, I don't. I don't even. I, I. I never thought about it that way. It, it could very well be that way. I just assumed it was like in an office environment, like doing the social media management of the right. stuff. But even if they're doing that right, they're probably yeah. promoting every videos part of, porn. of that company will be watching porn. Well, she wants Apart to maybe this to all corporations. No reason to watch. <laughs> yeah. All done in porn emojis, but she wants uh, other companies to adopt the masturbation cupboard um, routine. She thinks it's uh, societally very important. I'm not, I'm not for shaming people. Like I understand yeah. that side of things. It's like it should be like, it sh you should you should be free to kind of like do perfectly natural things without being shamed for it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, why at work? For most people, like if yeah. you're really if you were really really hard up, there's still bathrooms in these places. Well, like, I mean, if you take something more acceptable, right, like a shower, a shower is re rejuvenating, yeah. right? Imagine if they had showers in your office a lot of them and do you're now. encouraged to go have a shower. Yeah, that's kind of more accepted. It's kind of more like, oh, it's not that weird. Yeah. You know, people cycle to work, walk to work, need a shower, go away and do that. That would still be a little bit odd, mm. but just like a shared cupboard where you all dedicate and pencil in, like, who has to clean that cupboard? Yeah. You know, all that. It just seems like a strange... But it just seems like maybe it's a bit taboo. But the thing I find funny is, and this isn't a remark on myself, but, like, I think there's a, a lot of... Uh, sex is a very complicated thing, so I think some people who masturbate are probably not going in to feel good about themselves. 
Like the Congleton cannibal, yeah. right? When he was having a wank. I don't think he was necessarily, you know, having a joyful time and coming out of it feeling better. He was probably just going in there to focus on Something eating that... and not really agreeing with human flesh. Yeah, yeah. So I like the idea of someone going in there like to cry wank or something and then coming out being like, well, I guess I better get on with the rest of my work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, it's the perfect medicine for a stressful day at work. Go wank in that cupboard. It's healthier than uh, drinking, yeah, I suppose. Well, instead of go go have a sh- shot of tequila at the bar, go have a wank in the office wank well, cupboard. So, as in, like, people use alcohol to self-medicate for, for like, stressful days and stuff. So like it's that's true. It, it's it's healthier to be able to do that, I suppose. But I just it's healthier to wank in the HR department or wherever this. Booth I just is. don't think it's something that needs normalising. I think that's a stretch. Yeah, well, it's just like it's it's the thing is there's there's other issues with this with the, with with it that are like some people don't want to be st- like their their computer to be next to the wank cupboard. <laughs> you know, they've got to feel it's, a bit put yeah, off. Yeah, it's by like it. when you go to the when you go to a restaurant and they put you next to the kitchen. Like, oh, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Or the bat or the nah, toilet. Just all people coming and going all the time. <laughs> yeah, all the I don't want to hear all the noises and the clunking and the yeah. and the well, maybe seeping, they play whatever it is. They, they must play some kind of music. I mean, it's not going to... And it's going to be so fucking weird. to be Like, go into a cupboard, no windows, no anything, and just, like, there might... No windows in the cupboard? Uh, oh, no, sorry, you always wank by the window, I remember now. <laughs> yeah, you always like to look out and check out all the It's neighbors. a power play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, one light bulb and a mop bucket. It's like, this isn't... <laughs> this, <laughs> This isn't the most romantic. Of no, things, and just yeah. like music piped in over an over an old like tinny speaker, just like saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, imagine doing this. At, I don't know, like a paper chase, some kind of like birthday card. Yeah. Retail shop. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a wank. There's a wank closet out. Yeah, back. if you go past the uh, past the, past the, the 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 cards for like four and five year olds, there's like a beaded curtain. You just go through there. Just <laughs> <laughs> go through there yeah. uh, and de-stress. Yeah, why not? We, 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 I'm sure there's sides to yeah. it, but maybe it's uh, more of a do it in your own. Like, but then that may, is that being taboo? Is that making it taboo? Is like saying you shouldn't do it in a public situation? I guess well, it is. Pros- but you I get guess prosecuted for, for doing it in a public it? place. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like it, it's by adding a negative energy to it, you are tabooing it but i think maybe there is a place for society to taboo things that they don't want done in yeah. public and this yeah seems like a reasonable request but uh but yeah uh in other news <clears throat> an italian artist i can't remember whether we covered this uh i know i read it uh, the italian artist has been making waves over the past few days with this boundary pushing piece titled lo sono which recently sold for eighteen thousand pounds and it's it's uh, an invisible statue. Oh, God. So he just sold... Nothing. Like, yeah. <laughs> which, which has got its place. I can completely understand it. It's the same reason, like, you know, loads of stuff sells, not necessarily for the product, but, like, you know, if you buy something, uh, it's, like, it's that compartmentalization. It's like um people with I, I imagine people with some form of ocd but you know if you go uh if you get if you get in a routine stuff like lucky socks like there is a genuine i think like 
benefit to if you feel lucky you will perform better and have a higher success chance so like if you play a sport and you've got a lucky routine before the match if you do your lucky routine in the match you will perform better because your brain won't worry about other things because it will believe in yourself because you've been lucky so if you could buy something that would help you i'm not against people buying nothing if they they're buying the idea right they're buying the the concept right they're investing yeah, but something unless a concept it. is going to make me money i'm not going to spend 20 million dollars on it or whatever the fuck they well, how, how much did they sell oh, it for this was 18 grand okay well, right. right fair enough oh, 18 not, grand not a bit insane. more reasonable yeah it's still a lot of money yeah still yeah a lot of you money. could uh, i mean you could buy a whole lot of like new car or or, or you could you yeah. get a, a, a down payment on a good house like sure i mean it's it's definitely still a substantial amount of money but it's uh yeah it's like if you you know if somebody it what's that uh there's yeah it's like buying an art piece like you don't need to own art but if you feel like your life will be bettered because of owning art and you feel like you you do that then fair enough uh, according to Artnet, Losona went up for sale last month at the Italian auction house. The individual's the individual sculptor sculpture was expected to rack in between six and nine thousand dollars. Okay. They they expected it to sell for nine thousand. <laughs> for nine thousand, that's quite funny. That's quite predictable. These people are fucking stupid. Nine. They'll buy this nothingness, right? Nine grand. Uh, but the. But the hype surrounding the item pushed the final selling price to $18,000. The hype of nothing. What? (laughs) The hype of all this nothingness. (laughs) That is pretty good. Uh, He likes to think of the sculpture... The artist likes to think of the sculpture as a vacuum. Uh, Yeah, because it's absent of everything, right? The buyer has not been identified, uh, but has said he will receive... Hang on, I lost my place. Uh, But has reportedly he'll receive a certificate of authenticity of nothing, as well as a set of instructions on how to display the work. (laughs) Well, it's got to be a northeast facing wall, and it's got to be surrounded by poly-aluminium glass or whatever. Christ. (laughs) Uh, he reports he's, go, he's encouraged to exhibit the invisible work in a private house in a roughly five by five foot space of free of obstruction. Uh, I'm not even angry at the artist. It, this guy that's bought it is a, is a cunt. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, it's, it's pretty funny. I can't wait to show my friends. This is my nothing. Yeah. Oh. Like, how long would you spend <laughs> looking at it? Do they expect, does he, he expect to bring his friends? Maybe that's a joke. Hey, I, 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 no, I, I spent 18 grand on that. Show some respect. <laughs> Boy, it's true nothingness. Yeah. Where's your nothingness? Absolute nothingness. <laughs> yeah, I've got more nothing than you. What does that mean? I don't know. Uh, it is a work that asks you to activate the power of the imagination, oh, a power that anyone has, even those who don't it believe so they have it. So's a pen. Yeah, you could conceptualise anything into imagination, right? But it's just... Uh, yeah, I'm not necessarily uh, shitting on people buying an artwork of nothing. I'm sure there's lots of benefits you can get from many different pieces of art that can't be visibly monetized. But it seems funny that it comes with a set of display instructions. Yeah. This is how you... Um, display Keep out of direct sunlight or it'll fade. <laughs> or it'll reflect <laughs> don't put it in glasses that magnify because it will end the world yeah. <laughs> don't 
don't magnify it's a like vacuum. Like by zero. <laughs> Won't work. Uh, another thing from the audience is, uh, have you ever heard of Operation Blue Peacock? Uh, no. It was uh, in the Cold War, apparently. In the 1950s, the UK designed a nuclear landmine that they would place in Western Germany to stop a hypothetical Soviet assault. A landmine that was nuclear. Christ. <laughs> Don't step on that. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, uh, stop dropping from the sky, just plant them in the ground. Uh, but long story short, the issue they had was, if you plant a nuclear landmine in the earth, it'll get so cold that the electronics will stop working. So they had to come up with some kind of way to keep it, you know, somewhat warm. So they put a chicken in it. <laughs> <laughs> and the body heat of the chicken kept the nuclear landmine warm enough to operate for a week. That's good. <laughs> so before the chicken starved yeah. to death? or uh, They gave it food, you know, and water and stuff. But yeah, they expected to live for a week. I guess, you know, it's underground. Probably <laughs> oxygen. Yeah. Something like that. But I, I don't, does, does, does the clucking give away a nuclear landmine? Maybe. I What's that noise? Yeah, I don't know. Sounds and the like chicken's going to be pretty fucking surprised when it hatches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put an egg in it and just leave it. <laughs> the birds will be put inside the casing of the bomb, given seed to keep them alive and stopped from pecking at the wiring. Oh, so they gave them food, not just to keep them alive, but to stop them from eating the nuclear landmine. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just cover the wires up? Oh, you can't, you can't. You, nuclear landmines can't be chicken-proof. <laughs> uh, the chicken's body heat would be enough to maintain the triggering mechanisms in all the chickens would be estimated to survive for a week, after which time the bomb would return to a possibly cooled and inoperable state. Okay. I mean, the 50s were a weird time. Yeah. This was before the uh, sexual revolution of the masturbation booths. Yeah. Uh, I mean, throw a chicken in a landmine, maybe that'll so work. We invented a, we invented a nuclear landmine, um, and there's no way to keep it <laughs> yeah. warm. Well, we've got radiators, um, but uh, on the other hand... Yeah. Ba Joe reckons that we could use a chicken. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with yeah. that? I mean, c come I mean, on. Yeah, the it's chicken the 50s. Will last a week. This is what we do. <laughs> yeah. We're doing mental shit. Nuclear yeah. landmines, We've got man. nuclear... Like, we, you've got, you just made a nuclear bomb. Dave's still in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, the landmine could create a crater 375 feet in diameter, according to American Digest. American Digest got hold of it and calculated the blast radius of a nuclear landmine yeah. from the 50s. Is this the, is this the chicken-propelled nuclear landmine or just the regular <laughs> nuclear landmine? <laughs> I mean, the idea that it's just going to last a week is you just leave the chicken in there and then you run away and hope. And after a week, it's just inoperable. Yeah. Probably. But they're still finding mines and shit everywhere. Yeah. Imagine if it's like Castaway, where they find the nuclear landmine and the chicken has just survived <laughs> and kept going. And where the it's fuck got the have you been? Of destroying Western Germany. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to learn to farm. Uh, but I've had to figure out my own. I had to figure out how to do email. I mean, yeah. never thought of chicken had to do that. 
1958, after, produ after the production of only two prototypes, two, only two, only two. chicken-powered nuclear <laughs> landmines, uh, Operation Blue Peacock was abandoned. So uh. they tried it twice and then they decided to give up. <laughs> Christ. It's quite harsh. Yeah. Landmines are a war crime now, I think, aren't they? But, uh, oh, I have no to do idea. War crimes. It could be. I think so. Probably a Princess Diana thing. You know, she got that fountain in a park. Yeah. Now she's a war crime. Uh, <laughs> another, and lastly, from the audience, although I don't necessarily think this is the audience, but it's an email we received. All right. Hi, Pulling Teeth. It's Percy from Beige Records. <laughs> Beige. Beige Records. Can you think of anything that's bland and with as little like artistic and creative input as possible yeah beige yeah ironically beige, beige is good because we're so wacky <laughs> yeah here at beige records we're all about helping artists make it in the industry we've made getting the support you need more streamlined and less complicated so you can keep more of the royalties uh we're looking to add a few new artists to our roster I just find it funny because I'm sure that, you, you know, I've re we've received lots of random spammy, you know, uh, you want more YouTube? Yeah. We get you more YouTube. Yeah. Come with us. It's great. You know, that kind of uh, that thing. And then you get these kind of like well-written ones that some people probably get very excited about. Not like podcasters, because it's obviously not aimed at podcasters. Mm. But... Um, but yeah, I mean, I, well, I, yeah, apparently you can probably reach out to sponsors. I've heard that, um, you know, say something like ZipRecruiter is, is, you know, because of the way that it's marketed, is something that could be done. But maybe we could also work with Beige Records, try and figure out what kind of bland music they're maybe putting out it's there. A, maybe it's a surname, like Jeff Beige. Maybe it's like, it could be it could named be. after the founder. Yeah, we could be, we could uh, jump on this train early, become part of the Beige Empire. Yeah. It's like some kind of old Eastern military superpower. Yeah. The Beige Empire. Beige teeth. And slowly and unexcitingly take over the world. Yeah. Yeah, they've been scouting across SoundCloud for the past few weeks and came across us. Uh, we usually reach out directly, but after listening to it and uh, seeing your email, we thought we'd give you an email. I don't think you listened to no. us. I don't think we're that marketable. No. I don't uh, know why a but, record uh, company is coming for a podcast. For an hour and a half song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, uh, it's, it's add a different filter. Percy from Beige. Yeah. Um, and maybe you could play our episode on your music channel or your music record label, whatever it is. But yeah, that's uh, so yeah, Percy. No, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um uh, it's probably the right way to react, right? I'm not yeah, sure he exists. No, nah, he's probably just another. He's probably just some bored employee in a masturbation cover. Yeah. Oh no, I'll he, send an email. He's, he's too depressed. He's too depressed to uh, to go through with it. So he just starts trying to start a record company. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do this for my half an hour a day. Oh. Christ. I guess it's not, not that different to a smoking break. Right, there's, there's a whole controversy when I was working in restaurants that smokers got more breaks than non-smokers. Yeah, I always thought that was weird. Like, you're funding an addict. Yeah. I, I've never been in a but place where you got a smoke societal. break. societal. No. no. Um, 
Well, I worked in lots of places where you were told that it was legally mandated. Like if you worked an eight hour shift, you were meant to have a half an hour break and two 15 minute breaks or something like that between certain age brackets. Right. Okay. And that is never fulfilled, never no. anywhere I worked. No, I, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. All my office jobs were like eight hour days with a half hour lunch and then fuck all else. Which is fine. It's like, I, I mean, don't yeah. pay me for, don't, I don't want you to pay me for doing nothing. But I'd like why not? Because I, I just feel skeezy. But like I, the, I don't mind like the fifteen <laughs> minutes in the morning and fifteen minutes in the afternoon thing. Like I think that's necessary. I would feel so yeah, fucking yeah. drained. Too, Even right. if I was enjoying my work, I'd, be, I'd just be fucking dead by the end of the day. Yeah, uh, and it's how most people mental space work. I don't get it now. What's the whole thing of going to make a cup of tea or something? It's like, as much as it is about getting a drink, it's, it's not, also taking it's a about, moment to step away. Yeah, it's about getting out. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, me, that's me and mainly the audience uh, this week. I did have other articles, but uh, they weren't as good as Nuclear Landmine Chicken. No, 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 that's pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got yeah. a few. Um, oh, so I should, sorry, I should mention then, yeah, if you want to send us uh, any news articles or anything, it's wisdom at pullingteethpodcast.com. Excellent. Um, if you find anything interesting, or uh, as some people do, just message me on Facebook. Yeah. You know, message the podcast. Yeah, so, yeah, so that's over to oh. you. Um, officials on the oh. Isles of Scilly have issued a ban to Wally the Walrus this week after he sank several pleasure boats in the harbour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had, that was one of the ones I had. It was like the headline was like, "Wally the Rawest no longer welcome." <laughs> so not welcome. And why do you give him such a fun Fuck name? Yeah, especially if you don't want him to feel welcome. Don't name yeah. him. Then he didn't have a name <laughs> until like, like of course he's going to come back. You, you named him. <laughs> especially with the name like Wally, you're going to look for yeah. him. So you know, just like just leave him out of it. Just call him I don't know Gregory or something and tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> Uh, the animal called Wally has sunk or damaged a number of vessels uh, on St. Mary's in the Isles of Scilly since arriving in June. The walrus, a species more commonly found in the Arctic, had travelled over 2,500 miles along the coast of Western Europe, uh, including Wales and Cornwall, over the last four months. Um, after consulting with the National Atmospheric and Oceanic Administration in Alaska, measures... Uh, being considered are barriers to stop him boarding the boats and acoustic <laughs> deterrents uh, above and below the water. So they're just going to play like Enya and just be like, fuck yeah. off. Just really depressing walrus yeah. music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just going to play Tusk. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, In Tenby, Wales, Wally reacted to air horns to move him off the, the, the lifeboat slipway, um, but he became used to these. Well, actually quite quite like yeah <laughs> what wasn't a fan of it at first but it's a it's grower. an acquired it really taste does yeah grow on yeah you. yeah really resonates yeah i don't know if it'll make the top 40 it's a bit more niche but uh I, I, it's yeah. my jam i like it um yeah. but yeah poor poor wally the walrus which has been shooed off every island just fuck off back to your walrus kind yeah leave go or go away yeah. this is silly island yeah. we don't <laughs> We don't deal with oh, you. They don't like me. You don't like me. Oh, what's a walrus to do? I just wanted to. <laughs> like the I just wanted sea. to spend a day on a boat. And I just wanted to make friends. Yeah, and yeah, you know, I thought I was friends. You, you call me by my first name all the time. Yeah, I dream <laughs> of a house by the ocean. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> filled with the musical sounds of air horns. <laughs> the most irritating neighbour in the world. <laughs> yeah. Air horns are full blast. Yeah. It'd be amazing. Um, in other news, uh, Natalie Dendry, who was banned for owning animals for life in 2018 after punching her ferret, Posh Spice, has been caught... <laughs> <laughs> has been caught walking a dog. <laughs> what was the dog's name? The Ronan Keating? Some other stupid member of a band? I don't know. That whole headline was just ridiculous. Banned for life from punching a ferret called Posh Spice. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great name for something, though, to be fair, when you think about yeah. it. Especially something that, that, you know, you can shout out in anger. Yeah. Get off that trouser leg, posh spice. Yeah. And, and just the yeah. temerity, just the, she's been caught walking a dog. <laughs> she's been caught walking outside tied to a dog. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Despite being given the ban and a community order, Dendry was spotted by a police officer walking a dog on a lead. Whoa. Um, the order was made in, on the 2nd of November 2018 and it disqualified the defendant from keeping all animals, owning them, or controlling them. Well, to be fair, I guess it makes sense, right? Because she's an animal abuser. Yeah. Oh, no, it, it like, makes sense. Protect, it's just... The yeah, yeah. It's not common that you hear such outrage about everyday things. She, she was walking a dog. She's buying milk. <laughs> yeah. You're banned for milk life from buying from milk. <laughs> yeah. Um, you punched milk in the face. Yeah. But that was the, the so that was the thing that I think that she was saying like basically I was walking a dog but it's not mine and it's like and the 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 whole ban was like you're not allowed to control animals either. Banned from controlling yeah, animals. Could, could, you'll punch them in the yeah, face. So she can't like, farm. Can't have Her farming career is over. Yeah, she can't, you know, grow, you know, vegetables because lots of vegetables come near animals. You can't pesticides are a way of controlling animals, right? Her crops would be ruined. Yeah. Um, here's a... Agriculturally, she's fucked. Yeah. 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 Uh, pastorally as well. Mm. Is that... Uh, is pastorally religious or farming? Like pastures. Pa- a pasture, is Yeah. A, I don't know. So a pasture is like a box with an animal in it, I think, basically, but of large size. Excuse me. And then a pastor is a priest, isn't it? A pastor, yeah. And then pasta is Italian. It's true. You gotta put your milk bottles out. I got a buzz for something. Mm. Nothing useful. Got a buzz. Yeah. Uh, all, Nothing. All good. All good. Yeah. Um, yeah no. Um, rural. Rurally fucked. Yeah, she's rurally fucked. She's uh, dietarily. Yeah. And <laughs> socially, in the animal kingdom, she's fucked. Yeah. If Jungle Book happened to her, she'd go to prison. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I mean, well, Mowgli didn't own Bagheera. <sighs> no, but he controlled him. He rode on his back. I guess. Maybe. It's a complicated world. It is. It is. It's a balance. Um, yeah. In other news, uh, here's some very fucking entitled people. Several parents have reached out to Amazon to ask them to change the name of, a, of the Alexa smart speaker because their children with the same name are being bullied. So their names are Alexa? Yeah, they, they named their kids Alexa. Their kids are being... Both of them. 
Uh, oh no, several se- different All sets of, of parents. It's happened several times. Um, oh. UK-based parents revealed how their daughter's name, Alexa, has resulted in harassment because of its association with the ubiquitous smart assistant, according to the BBC. Um, she started to not want to introduce herself because of all the jokes and the backlash. Alexa's mother, who declined to give her name um, and uh, was has referred to herself as Heather, told the BBC, and maybe she's called Alexa as well, um, told yeah. the BBC, explaining that teachers also made jokes about it. <laughs> Which is... Which is oh, good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you would, yeah. right? It's, a, it's just like, it's, it's a way of connecting and communicating with people. You need to figure out how to communicate. You can't just say, oh, well, you know, don't call me by my name anymore. Call me by something yeah. else. Or don't make fun. Don't jovialise. We've had to cut off friends and moved to allow her to have a fresh start. <laughs> Why did you have to move? Kid made a joke. He asked, he asked my daughter, you know, what was the best time of day to, you know, walk a dog if you've got, if you're not allowed to control dogs. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, made a joke about it. Massachusetts-based uh, Lauren Johnson started a campaign called Alexa is a Human, noting in a letter to Amazon that her daughter is constantly being bullied at school and at camp because her name is Alexa. Uh, Amazon stated, as an alternative to Alexa, we also offer several other wake words that customers can choose from, including Echo, Computer and Amazon. We value feedback from customers and as with everything we do, we will continue to look for ways to offer them more choice in this area. So, fuck off, basically. <laughs> well, I think that, that was my first thought. Was like, Are they getting frustrated because they're talking to their child and the, their device is being activated. You go, no, you can change it to computer. Yeah. You can change it to whatever, as they said, as you said. So it's not that. It's just they don't want their kid. I mean, I was quite fortunate because I was bullied, but I wasn't bullied effectively. I know there were some people who reacted very negatively to bullying. Yeah. Like, you know, being with anxiety and stuff like that. I never really... I never really got... I, I reacted positively to it in terms of I learned to stand up for myself mm. uh, through that kind of thing. So uh, I get that there's going to be conflict and there's going to be an element of bullying in a lot of people's lives and it's learning how to deal with it. But it sounds weird to support it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because some people just might not, you know, might not be prepared. Well, it's just this whole might not want got to stamp out bullying involved. thing. It's like you're asking to change what people are like i understand that you need to intervene so the kid doesn't have a crap life you need to do that but this but the and we should be discouraging people from bullying absolutely but this idea that you're ever going to eradicate it is fucking dumb it's like saying you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get lions to stop killing gazelles like it's just it's it's part of being a being a person. Well, it's like saying you Not should. A good uh, part. People shouldn't swear. Yeah. Right. You go. People shouldn't swear, and you go. Yes, we agree that culturally you shouldn't really swear to people because people, you know, it's it. It's it's not polite. It's kind of rude in situations, but people will swear. They need to express themselves in that kind of way. And when you communicate with people, one way people communicate with people is with uh, you know. Senses with with a sense of humour or with uh, exaggerated aggression, and it's just about trying to figure out how to communicate in that. I guess it's just trying to outlaw the 
truly negative stuff. So like, you know, physical bullying mm. and, uh, you know, over the top bullying and stuff like that. A little bit of, you know, bullying's a wrong word. Bullying's a very loaded word. So it's difficult to try and defend it. But there's definitely an element of it that is you need to learn how to deal with a bully yeah. in society. So you need to learn how to deal with it. And the only way you'll learn how to deal with it is to experience it. And you can only hope that you don't experience a particularly malicious bully, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, you never get rid of it. But yeah, I mean, if the kids are asking you a question and they're always asking you by your first name, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Yeah. It's just no. it's that thing of like we'll just I mean even if you do care act like you don't like I, I, I yeah don't move house yeah <laughs> but again uh, you know I know of a few people I grew up with who are like you know got in severe anxiety where like they couldn't get on the bus to go to school mm. from bullying so a lot of people react negatively to it maybe she did because of her name yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It's totally believable. But yeah, just hopefully it's something that's solvable. Don't move out. Yeah. Um uh, and finally, I'll, uh, I'll I'll end on this one. It's a, it's only a, it's only a one point but I found it quite funny. Uh Bagram Airfield, an enormous US military base stationed in Afghanistan for nearly 20 years was vacated last week in advance of the US withdrawal from the country in August. Uh, nobody told the base's new commander, however, who showed up after everyone had left and wondered why it was so quiet. <laughs> like, just whole car park empty, all, all the electricity's been switched off. Like, Hello? Yeah. There's still prisoners there. <laughs> they just left. It's just Graham. Uh, guys? Uh, maybe I'll ask the prisoners. Hey, it's my first day. 